Welcome to the Data Savvy Teacher Podcast. My name is Alicia Parker and I'll be your host. This podcast is for anyone who has a role in education and wants to learn how to improve their data using skills. As an educator, you're probably also a lifelong learner. So thanks for making this podcast part of your personal growth. And if you enjoy what you hear, please give it a rating on iTunes or share it with others. This helps more listeners like you find this resource as well. All right, let's get started with today's content. Today, we are diving into our second episode in a series on professional learning communities. If you missed the first one, check out episode 10 for an overview on what a professional learning community should actually look like and sound like. Professional learning communities, or PLCs for short, should be purposeful. So today, we want to explore that purpose. And actually, let me pluralize that because I believe PLCs are dual-purposed. So let's explain the purposes of PLCs. The first purpose of a PLC should be laser-focused on student achievement. Student achievement encompasses what students learn, how students learn, and to what extent students learn. You could take an entire course or even earn a full degree on what students learn. That's called curriculum. There's the intended curriculum, and then there's the actual curriculum. But this is really important for the PLC. We can't measure or evaluate or discuss student achievement until we're very clear to begin with on what students should be achieving. This is why I strongly suggest that PLCs are made up of educators who are teaching the same course. A PLC of fifth grade teachers makes much more sense than a PLC of a teacher from each grade level K through five. Now I've seen mixed grade levels and mixed subject areas work but it's always a stretch and a frustrating point that the curriculum among the teachers isn't common. If we are truly going to participate in a PLC, our primary focus must be student achievement and to be a community that is moving toward the goal of increasing student achievement. The easiest context is with a community that shares curriculum. In the early phases of the PLC, the educators participating should be crystal clear on what it is they're trying to address with regards to student achievement. Let's consider a specific PLC. It could be a fourth grade group working to improve student understanding of nonfiction text, or an algebra PLC working to help students who are in danger of not passing the required algebra exam for graduation, or perhaps a group of art teachers trying to improve the instruction for middle school students taking photography. Whatever the PLC, there should be a clearly defined target for what aspect of student achievement they are going to focus on. It might be a year-long focus, or a unit focus, or a semester focus. The length of time can vary, but the idea is that the centerpiece of the PLC is about student achievement. It's not about complaining about student behavior, or venting about the poor job last year's teachers did, or discussing the upcoming field trip arrangements. PLC time is for focusing on student achievement. If educators do that with faithfulness and precision, the second purpose will naturally occur. And that purpose is increasing educator effectiveness. A PLC focused on student achievement that is built on being a professional learning community will naturally result in professionals who learn together. Educators will get better at educating and students will increase achievement. But this is easier said than done. It takes discipline and a commitment to these purposes every single time you gather for your PLC to stay true to this mission. 
It's far too easy to slip into unfocused, unproductive conversations when we're with our colleagues. And this is a natural result of the drain of the job and the need to have a sounding board to vent the hard parts of being an educator. The wise PLC will differentiate PLC time from collegial debrief time and even from department or team meeting time. There's a time and a place to brainstorm solutions to what drives you crazy about student behavior. The field trip does need to be planned. It is healthy to vent some frustrations to someone who gets it and hopefully get some encouragement from solidarity or solutions you haven't thought of. But this should not be what the PLC time is used for. The dual purposes of a PLC are to focus on student achievement and teacher growth. If your PLC is doing anything other than that, let me encourage you to rethink why you're calling that block of time a professional learning community. The next episode will focus on strategies for keeping your PLC focused. It's easier said than done. So how do we get it done? Join me for part three of Keys to PLC Success. Until then, my data savvy teachers, may the data be ever in your favor.